And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show on which we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, along with my bottle of water and uh-huh. my notes here, I have brought with me a silver bullet. Oh, my goodness. I know why. Because we're going to talk about the Wolfman. And silver bullets are the only way to destroy a wolfie. Well, you could destroy a wolfman with bad writing, bad direction, and bad acting, which I think they did. <laughs> it's based on the 1941 film that I really liked a lot, mm-hmm. which starred Lon Chaney Jr. as Lawrence Talbot. But this one has been directed by Joe Johnston. Mm-hmm. It's written by Andrew Kevin Walker and David Self, based on the 1941 version written by a wonderful screenwriter, Kurt Siodmak. And this stars Benicio Del Toro as Lawrence Talbot, Anthony Hopkins as his father, Sir John Talbot, Emily Blunt plays Gwen Conliffe, who is the fiancé of Lawrence Talbot's late brother, Ben, whom we never meet. And as a very suspicious guy from Scotland Yard named Eberline, Hugh Weaving plays that role. And in my favorite role in the original film, which was played by the wonderful Maria Uspenskaya, who had that <laughs> wonderful Russian accent, this role is played Maleva by Geraldine Chaplin. Correct. And she has about 90 seconds on screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lucky her. <laughs> And this movie is a wreck. It certainly is, and I hesitate to even say it, but The Wolfman is not a howling success. (laughs) You know, look, this is a movie for some people, and those would be boys, I think, from the ages of 10 to about 18. They'll appreciate the gore factor because there's no end to the blood, the guts, the carnage. Beheading. And and the beheading and the limb-tearing action by Wolfie. You know, on a positive note, I like the way Joe Johnston created a creepy Victorian England and where the landscapes are miserable and horrifying every step of the way. And I like the gloomy interiors of that horrible old castle, that place that our hero, Lawrence Talbot, likes to call home sweet home. Yes. I liked all of that. But the rest of the movie left a great deal to be desired. And mainly the problem for me in this movie was casting. Anthony Hopkins, I think, must have phoned his performance in. This is the oh, first time like that. in 40 years that I've seen him in a film that I didn't like him. I know. There was such a touch of ennui in everything that he did. And unfortunately, we've seen Sir Anthony Hopkins in roles very similar to this, where he's a sinister, menacing kind of guy. Yes. But here, it was a curiously disaffecting performance, and I really didn't care for his scenes. And I also didn't think Benicio del Toro was the right choice to play the Wolfman. He's a very strange-looking man, anyway. He's handsome in a very different way. And in this film, his makeup as Lawrence Talbot made him very, very pale and kind of sinister looking and very, very vulnerable and Mm -hmm. damaged. And of course, I'm not going to give the surprise away. No. He does turn into the Wolfman for reasons that you'll have to go see the film to find out. So he's in a lot of heavy makeup through this entire film. And I didn't think the CGI was very good in this film either. I was shocked. I was shocked at how ordinary the CGI looked. Amateurish, really. Primitive. Yeah. 
And eventually it became ridiculous. I find myself laughing in all the wrong places when he's running around and jumping on people. Well, he was running around at a super speed on all fours half the time, and then he was on just his back legs. But mainly he was running like a mad dog at about a billion miles an hour through the forest. It was silly. And then his body is stuffed into all of those outfits. And here's another thing. How did the wolfman, once he morphed back into being Lawrence Talbot, and he had just created carnage all over the place. How did he find time to go back and find his clothes and get dressed again, <laughs> bloodied as they would be? Oh, there were so many loopholes in this movie. Many problems. There is a scene where Emily Blunt, who has somehow developed feelings for Lawrence Talbot, and when Scotland Yard realizes that she might have helped him and that also she might be in danger, right. they arrest her and she struggles and they load her into the car. And the next thing we see her sitting in her antique shop looking through old books about lycanthropy, which is about people turning into wolves. Right. How did, How did she, she get, get away there? from the cops? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just one terrible editing mistake, and there are are tons of them in the movie. This is almost incoherent if you are looking at the movie from a really pure structural point of view. So because it's so muddy and so confusing, after a while, you just become disengaged from the film. And that's what I felt about all the actors. I thought they were disengaged as well. I was very disappointed by this. The only person I really liked in this film was Hugo Weaving. I liked him too. He plays Aberline, the Scotland Yard inspector, and he had a couple of interesting moments. And the only really decent moment in the film is the last 30 seconds. I guess so. And I can't tell you why, no. but he does a great take oh, he's and good. a great look. Correct. And I thought, I sat here for two hours waiting to see that 30 seconds. It wasn't worth it. I know. And I also didn't think the movie was underscored very well. I didn't like Danny Elfman's music for this film. I thought it was obvious and it was annoying. And I think that it was cliched. So you know what? I like Del Toro, but I don't think he's quite wicked or rascally enough to make this version of The Wolfman a great remake. Emily Blunt and Sir Anthony Hopkins didn't spike the punch either. So all in all, for me, it was a dim flickering, and I mean flickering, candlelit <laughs> yellow. A yellow light from Ann Elder. You're a wonderful human being, my dear, because I'm giving it a red. Well, I told you I like the scenery. <laughs> yes, that's true. There was nothing here that I liked, and unfortunately, I have to cop to this. I laughed several times when I wasn't supposed to. So I am giving it a red light. Ah, well. Ah, well. Better luck next time. Okay, Les. <laughs> Absolutely. A flickering yellow candle light from Ann Elder and a red light from me for The Wolfman, directed by Joe Johnston and starring Benicio Del Toro, Anthony Hopkins, and Emily Blunt. There are other films that we have to see, and we're going to be coming back to do another one shortly. I don't know yet what it is, but I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to be lifted out of the depression that the Wolfman put me into. <laughs> and until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to run into you, this time really enjoying the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, Next Best Picture. 
Bet.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.